Welcome to Creative Talk, Docklands number one business podcast. I'm your host, KB, author of the book, Five Steps to Creative Marketing, and managing director of King Creative Media. In this section, it's all about influencer marketing, the buzzword that has been so hyped for the last five years, it's now taking the world by storm. Influencer marketing is truly growing, and it has no signs of slowing down. So here, in this section, you're going to learn everything about influencer marketing, what it is, the techniques on how to use influencers, and more importantly, how you can work with them to create more value, get more customers, and at the same time, create really amazing content. So let's begin. So today we're going to talk about how you can go about sourcing and working with key influences that can help your small business or even your large company. When we first began with influencers some years back, it was really hard to try and find the right influencer for the right brand or even the right product. Uh, fast forward to five, six years down the track, and now influencer marketing is a category that has truly taken off. There are a number of different channels on YouTube, huge amounts of followers following fans on social media and platforms, and influencers are becoming, in their own right, celebrities of today. The way that we looked at working with influencers is always about how we can make this bridge between organic and authenticity, giving them something that their fans like, but also making sure that the product or the brand is also fitting in line with something that they care about as well. Influencer marketing is not about controlling them. Remember, they are people at the end of the day, and they're all passionate about that thing that they've decided to do as their own business to push and create content, which is why they have so many fans. So we never try and control an influencer right from the get-go. We really try and find out as much details about them as possible so that when we make the initial discussion with them, it's going to be beneficial, it's going to be long-term, and it's going to be working with products or brands that they actually care about. We find that this has a massive success rate for us. Over 95% of influencers we contact end up working with the brands or the companies we represent purely because we've done this step. I would say that influencer marketing is not going to stop. There are going to be more channels. There are going to be more people out there that are creating these fantastic pieces of content. And it's just now become part of everyone's business approach with regards to marketing. The great thing is, because there are so many influencers out there, you don't necessarily have to work with the big top tier guys. There are so many young and up and coming channels with very vibrant, energetic content creators that you can also attach yourself to and look at supporting them on a longer journey. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's one key rule. Keep it organic, keep it authentic, and keep it beneficial to the partnership. Today's question is, how do I find the right influencer for my business or for the product that I'm wanting to promote? It's always interesting to see how many agencies there are these days that actually look at contracting influencers. Uh, there is a new space in talent agencies where they've naturally gravitated towards these influencers and are looking at trying to build them into substantial celebrities, growing their profiles, working with brands, 
increasing revenue, and so on. Now, working with agencies and working with talent agencies or even social influencer agencies is probably a really easy way to find the right influencer for the right brand. One of the biggest problems with working with agencies is you're going to have to pay a fee either to the management company or to the influencer themselves. And usually those influencers that are managed by a big agency have a massive following with which you'd probably have to pay some money for as well. So looking at how you can work with agencies in an organic way is really difficult. If you don't have the budget to support an influencer of a certain size, say over 100,000 followers plus, then an agency probably isn't going to be beneficial for you. So does that mean that there are influencers out there for every business and every product? Well, pretty much. These days, there's such a variety of influencers creating content on a whole different matter of products that it's quite easy to do a search on YouTube, on Facebook, on LinkedIn even, um, and literally look for the types of people, businesses, descriptions, content that you think is going to be relevant and fits towards the goals of what you're trying to achieve. So if you can't afford an agency or if you don't have the money or budget to sink into that side, you can look at approaching the influencer directly and seeing if the product or the brand that you've got is something that they are interested in supporting, working with, or they may have an interest in already. Out of these two ways, approaching them directly, working with an agency, one thing remains clear in the influencer marketing space. And that is, these guys are hugely creative and they love building content. If you can really help them do that piece better, faster, easier, then you have a really quick way of being able to become quite beneficial in a very short space in time. So make sure you're thinking outside the box and not just thinking about your business, your product, or your brand. So how do you make sure that working with the right influencer is measurable, um, is also scalable, and at the same time is also going to be beneficial? When you work with an influencer, there has to be some type of agreement, a contract, a stipulation on content, an amount of followers or fans, or a targeted piece of content which gets shared between yourself and the brand. Whatever that agreement is, it becomes the cornerstone of your measurement tool of success. Um, if you are literally just giving product direct to an influencer and having no stipulation around whether they should tag you in photos, whether they should post at all, or whether you've just given it to them so that they can use it, it's going to be very hard for you to quantify whether that influencer's performance is actually beneficial to your brand. Without having these little metrics available or even included into your contract discussions, then you're missing out on a big piece that can really add value to the entire partnership. And so when we set in place a strategy to work with an influencer, there's a number of key factors that we make sure they have to do in order to measure up to some of the things that we want them to. Uh, we usually create a dedicated campaign hashtag that they have to use. 
get them to tag in the pages that are supporting them, and also look at creating content, which is either an image or a video or a mixture of both that really resonates with their audience. It's done in their own style, in their own way, or it is something that is truly authentic to them, giving them an experience that they've never had before. When we help them to create the content and when we help to support how the content is going out, it's still not considered controlling from their side of things. We do want it to seem like it is natural and that it is truly organic. And so allowing them to take in the ideas of the campaign allows them to develop that. Once they've done that, we can then start doing our job of measuring how effective that content piece has been. Probably the last part to touch on is that there are also now emerging a number of influencer platforms, which can actually do a lot of the measuring for you and look at all of those different aspects of their content, their audience, their locations, and what's going to be beneficial for you. So if you can't manually do the processing of monitoring the actual social engagements, then perhaps looking at an influencer platform is something that you should measure as well. The question of today is, do I have to pay influencers to get them to produce content for me? The answer to that question is simple. Yes. Yes, you do. These people spend their time, their energy, and their professional creativity making content that has allowed them to build up a certain fan base. Once the fan base is of a certain size, absolutely, no doubt about it, you will need to pay these people in order to work with them, to create great content, and to form a long-lasting relationship. However, there's also a smaller version of influencers which is emerging, which is being deemed micro-influencers. And these are people that don't necessarily have the big 100,000, 50,000 plus followings on any social channel. These people are between the two to 5,000 or the two to 10,000 range. Uh, This range used to be completely free of charge. You could approach an influencer, provide some product, that influencer knows they're still growing their channel. So there's no expectation yet where a monetary amount has to be provided. However, today there's a there's a massive trend in micro influencers getting paid, and there's a lot of technology platforms. For instance, an Australian platform called Tribe, who does an extremely great job of connecting brands with influencers and connecting influencers with the brand. If you haven't checked out Tribe, check them out. They're a fantastic business, and they really allow you to track analyze and support influencers of a number of different sizes. Businesses like Tribe are changing the way that you work with influencers and how you pay for them. You literally look at how you can create the content you want, but there's a budgetary amount that you've set and basically that gets paid if the content is up to what you want it to be. So even the influencers that are smaller these days are also looking at ways on how they can get remunerated. And this has a number of effects on the industry. Primarily, it means that now, just like social media, influencer marketing is becoming paid to play. If you want to get into it, if you want to work with these people, if you want to create content working with influencers, you're going to have to set aside a budget amount where you can actually support them 
work with them, help them to create the content and really drive the results that you're looking to achieve. So today I'm going to talk about fake influencers, fake profiles and fake bots. Um, yes, it's true. There's a shit ton of fakeness that's going out on the digital landscape across social, across blogs, across media websites and news sites. There's a lot of it. And it's actually really hard to tell these days between the real, the fake and the completely made up. You know, for us as marketers, it's a truly hard landscape to control. And the only thing that we can get really good at is getting better at noticing what is fake or what seems to be fake and what's legitimate and factual. So today I'm going to talk about three things. How you can actually spot a fake influencer account and how you can actually look at avoiding those types of influencers altogether. So probably the biggest thing that we see on an influencer side of things with regards to fakeness uh, is the number of growth in followers and fans that just seems to go from a very small organic level like two to three hundred fans to instantly overnight or even in a couple of weeks becoming twenty to thirty to fifty thousand. It's so easy to just buy fakeness. And so what these fake influencers are doing are just racking up these fake people from all other countries that truly aren't even real people. And so what they do is to build their followings just to make it look like they're bigger than what they are. So that's one. The second thing that we notice is that engagement just is really sporadic. They may be showing one day of huge engagement, you know, a thousand likes, 500 likes, whatever it might be. And then the next day, absolutely nothing. No comments, no likes, and also no engagement. Engagement is a true way to see whether they have an organic following or whether it's being paid. But if it's not a sponsored post and you're seeing the fluctuation between fake and not, it's a true indicator that there's something weird going on. The last part is truly about content and the fakeness of that. Uh, we see a lot of influencers now, they're getting paid to do paid endorsements and sponsorships, and that's fine. They're being paid to promote something, so that's not being fake. What is being fake is them putting in a product that they actually don't like, they don't really care about, they've posted about it before, and they're truly just doing it for the money. And if you look through their content feeds, you'll be able to spot out these types of influencers really easy. The number one trick is, if they're fake, stay away. <laughs>